Welcome to Just Jay-Z, a place where we talk all things hair, business, lifestyle, pop culture, and more. Now here's Jesse to welcome you into this episode. What's up, you guys? It's Jesse. Welcome back to this episode of Just Jay-Z. So I am doing a solo episode today, and we are going to talk about something that I think every hairdresser can probably relate to, and that is giving away free services, collabs, influencer work, things like that, because I do feel like this is a big part of our business now with social media, and especially when you're a service provider, whether you are a hairdresser, an esthetician, a photographer, anything like that, you've probably dealt with this at some point. And over my career, I've definitely dealt with it. So I wanted to give some advice and my opinion on it. But to start, we are going to do... Let's talk peaks and pits. Okay. So I would say my peak for this week is that Jordan and I are like 90% sure that we're buying a house. Um, we're looking and we've been looking for months and we finally found one that is under construction that we really love in a good area. And it's all drywalled and it's at the point now where we can kind of just like come in and take over and choose what we want and make it really custom. Um, but like the floor plan's all done and everything else is done, which is great. So we're pretty sure we're doing it, but it's kind of back and forth right now. There's just like a few more things we have to hear back on. And if it doesn't happen, that's fine. Like we're not really in a rush to move because we just remodeled our house a year ago. But now that we have another baby coming, it's just feeling a little small. Um, We just need a little more storage. So um, yeah, I'm excited about that. I'll keep you guys updated. I've been doing weekly vlogs on my channel because I can't do hair right now with the baby and the pregnancy and everything I've had going on. So, um, I've been doing these weekly vlogs and I've taken you guys along on this journey of the house. So if it continues and it goes well, then you'll see more there if you're interested. Um, and the weekly vlogs have been kind of fun. It's, it's different because I haven't had a ton of hair content like I normally do, but it's been fun to kind of take you along my life right now and still get content out there to connect with you guys. And the hair content will be back. Don't worry. We're going to be jumping right back in and I'm going to be doing hair again. Um, probably starting in March is when I'll like spin that up. My mom and I are actually doing shadow days. So we have one in March, one in April and one in May right now where you can come to Jay-Z. It's a full day at Jay-Z where you can like shadow us. We're going to do clients, color, extensions, transformations. We also show you how we double book, how we check our clients out. We give you a tour of the salon, the warehouse. Um, you can ask business questions. My dad, Money with Michelle, who's been on this podcast lots, comes in and does his little spiel. You can ask him business business questions during lunch. And it's just a really fun day. Um, lunch and a swag bag are included and it's just so fun. So we will be doing those March and April are sold out, but we just added May to the website. So hopefully it's not sold out by the time this episode comes out. Um, but we'll probably continue to do them once a month because they're so much fun. So yeah, it's super fun. And I'm excited just to kind of like get back into the hair world and film more content for you guys. I'm also in March filming a ton of content for our school. Um, I'm going to be doing some classes there. So I'm excited just to jump back in and get back to it. So that was a really long peak and it was kind of a few different things. Um, and then my pit, I would just say that the holidays are over. It's always like so bittersweet. I spent all day yesterday, like cleaning up Christmas, getting the house redone done um, and like back to normal, which feels so good. And I was like, oh, I'm for sure just nesting who does this the day after Christmas. But a lot of people responded to my stories I did about it. And they were like, no, I did the same thing. 
And I think a lot of people like to go into the new year with like a fresh house and mindset. And I'm the same way, Um, especially with the baby coming in like two and a half weeks. I just want to make sure the house is like ready to go. So I don't have to worry about taking down Christmas after she's here. So it just feels really good, but it is bittersweet that it's over because with kids, the holidays are just so fun. Jagger like finally understood this year what Christmas was. He kept saying ho, ho, ho for Santa and was so excited about all his gifts. And it's just so fun. And I can't believe next year we're going to have three kids to celebrate with. And Peyton's at a fun age too, because she, you know, gets excited about every gift and she understands obviously even more. So, um, it's going to be crazy to have three next year, but that's probably my pay is just that, you know, real life is coming back around. This is like a weird transition though. Right now it's, um, Tuesday, I think after Christmas and this week is always a blur. It's like the week between Christmas and New Year's is just like, no one knows what day it is, what time it is. So I kind of like this week because of that, but we're getting back into it, getting back to the grind. Okay. So I want to touch on this topic because it's something I actually get questions about quite often. And I feel like I have a really good perspective on it because I can see both sides. So I have a business, I have a product um, or products. I am a service provider. So obviously I see the side of collabing with people, giving away things for free or for a discount. But I also, I guess, would be considered an influencer because of my social media. So I've also been offered collabs and services and things like that. So I feel like I can see both sides of it. And because of that, it gives me a unique perspective. Um, I feel like it's not very often that you can come at it from the business and the influencer point of view. So I wanted to talk about it, but I've noticed it a lot more lately, just with social media getting big, TikTok, Instagram, YouTube, all of those things. There's a lot of content creators now, which is awesome. And I think it's great for businesses. Um, it's great for growing your personal brand, but there is the downside of once someone gets a following, it's almost like they feel some, some people I'm not, I'm not trying to generalize everyone because obviously like I do content creation too, but I'm going to speak from the business owner's perspective first, and then I'll go from like the influencer perspective. But I do feel like as a business owner, we have seen a lot of influencers get that mindset where it's like, Oh, I have this following. I deserve X, Y, and Z, whether it's a free service, a free product. And, you know, I either am going to charge you to post about it or I should just get it for free and then I'll post. And these collabs can be really beneficial for both ends. But I do feel like I've seen a lot of influencers, especially in the hair industry, who just expect free services, free hair extensions, and then they're just going to jump to whoever gives it to them for free next. And that can be really frustrating as a service provider because, you know, yes, you are getting exposure from them by posting and hopefully it's worth it for you if you do a collab. But when you are the service provider, you are the one giving your time, your energy, money, basically, because you could have filled that spot with another client. Um, whereas they just have to post a few things, right? And so they get to get this whole free service and you're the one kind of giving more. So that can be really frustrating. And then especially if it is someone who kind of just hops around, we have had so many influencers do that where, you know, they'll come into us, they'll 
get free extensions, a free service. They'll do posts and stuff, but then the next move up or the next color that they want changed, they're just going to go to somewhere else to get it for free because someone else offered. And that can be really hard because it just, it sucks when you put that much time and energy into something or someone um, thinking it will be a fair trade. And then they just go to the next person, right? Or they, um, I've had influencers I've worked with where they'll want something dramatically changed very often. So they'll come in, they'll get the free service, the free extensions. And then a month later they want to change it. So we have to give them new hair and new color. And then the next time they want to do it again. And so then it just kind of feels like you're doing a lot of work, a lot of free giveaways. Um, and even if they're posting, that's great, but you kind of have to come up with a system that works for you. So what I would recommend is if you are going to do an influencer collab or, you know, a collab with someone that is going to be posting for you, I would come up with a contract and it can kind of differ and vary depending on like the person you're working with. But I feel like overall you need to have something in writing before the actual exchange happens so that both of you are getting an equal amount of gain from, you know, this influencer collab, because if one person is benefiting over the other, there's going to be resentment no matter what. So, um, for example, when we do a collab with someone who's maybe out of the state and they're an influencer who just wants hair extensions, we send them a contract that goes over what we require, whether that's, you know, an X amount of reels and TikToks or Instagram posts or stories or tags. Um, we usually say that we have access to use any of the photos they tag us in to showcase their hair, things like that. And then I think it is really important to kind of put like a timestamp on it. Like, okay, we'll give you new hair every six to nine months. And if you want to continue working with us, we'll just have a new contract every time you get new hair. So you can't come to us in two months and want to change your color and get new hair, you know, um, or things like that. Or, you know, you can do an exclusivity contract if it's someone that you're wanting to work with long term where you say, okay, so I want to do um, you know, this collab with you and I expect you to come to me for six months, every six to eight weeks or whatever it may be. And you can't go to a competing salon or another, you know, person in between that so that you don't have to worry about like the hoppers because influencers will hop. I'm telling you right now. And this is not to bash anyone. It's just something I've noticed with people I've worked with, but also just like the outside world. Like you just see it all the time. Influencers will just go to whoever gives it to them and, for me as a consumer, I feel like that makes them not look as trustworthy because it's like, oh, you were just promoting this brand and this person. Now it's this one and then it's that one. Um, and it makes it like hard to know, you know, are you getting it for free? And that's why you're saying this. Or do you actually like the service you got or the hair you got? Um, so having contracts like that in place is really helpful. And doing that when you're doing the hair is extremely helpful because then you can guarantee that, you know, it's going to be fair on both sides and really think about what is fair. Don't just say, oh, mention me in one story and then that'll be good. I feel like I kind of got sucked into that in the beginning when I was just trying to kind of like get our hair in hands, you know, like I was trying to build our name and any influencer who wanted to work with us, I was just like, oh yeah. And I would just give it to them without requiring anything or just being like, oh, if you want to do one story, that would be great. And I was kind of timid about it, but 
that just kind of makes you look like you're easy to walk all over. And whether that's their intention or not, um, you just want to make sure it's fair. So making sure that you feel the hours of work you're putting in, the service you're giving, the product you're giving, whatever it may be, is fair for what they're giving you in return. However many TikToks or stories or posts or whatever it may be, you want to make sure that this content they're putting out there is going to be beneficial for you. And you can even do like a trial period too, where it's like, okay, I'll do your hair this many times or like for three months, we'll have this agreement. And if I don't see an uptick in sales or followers or whatever it may be, people booking appointments, then, you know, the contract can end because you want to make sure it's fair on both ends. So just kind of having that open communication in the beginning, I think is really important when it comes to collabs. And, um, unfortunately you probably will do collabs here and there that don't work out. You're going to have some great ones and some not so great ones. And, um, that's just kind of how the cookie crumbles. Unfortunately, I feel like we've been pretty lucky. I've obviously had people who have been harder to work with or like, influencers that jump around. That's just part of the game. But we have a few that we've done for a while that are just so loyal, so amazing. Kara Chatwin's one of them. We've done her for years. And every time she is so sweet, so humble, so grateful. She does so many stories when she's here and we love working with her. Um, Alana from The Bachelor, Alana Milne, I think is how you say her last name. Um, she was on Bachelor and then Bachelor in Paradise. Her and her boyfriend, Chris, live here in Utah. Um, and they both were on it. So they like got together on paradise and they, um, she comes in and gets her hair done and he'll come in with her too. And she is the best. Like she'll come to a whole photo shoot. She'll tag us. She'll give us great content, send us all her photos. And she's also just so sweet and grateful and humble. So I think it really comes down to like the person, um, and like who they are. And you know, like if they're a good person, they're going to just be really grateful for what you're offering and do their end of the bargain, you know? And then there are some influencers and I feel like it's mainly the people who like raised a fame, I guess, quickly that will just expect it and feel like they deserve it. And that, you know, well, I'm posting for you, so you should be doing all this for me. And it's like, you can just kind of sense that attitude. I've definitely seen that over the years too. So, um, just kind of use your gut instinct on who you should work with and who you shouldn't, because that can make a big difference. Um, but yeah, we've had some really great ones. I've worked with like Lindsay Arnold, Whitney Carson. They've always been so amazing. And I would say they're more like celebrities rather than influencers. And they've always just been incredible. Um, Victoria Fuller from The Bachelor, I've worked with a lot and like she's become a friend. Like we text quite often and she's always so grateful for everything we do for her too. And, um, I just love seeing that because I think that influencers can get a bad rep and, you know, just like the things I've been talking about, it's really easy to kind of get that attitude when you have a following. And I'm really grateful I've met people who don't have that and who are just like, humble and grateful and easy to work with. I think that that is a really, really good attribute to have, but definitely my biggest piece of advice is if you're going to do any sort of collab, get something in writing, have clear communication and just don't do anything that you don't feel comfortable with and don't overextend yourself because in the long run, collabs can be really beneficial, but sometimes they're not like, with the algorithms, you never really know who's seeing these posts and things like that. And maybe you won't notice a difference. So you don't want to give, 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 and do so much for someone to not really get anything in return if it's not worth it. Um, 
And so I just kind of feel like it's a hit and miss type thing. It really depends on the person's following. That's another thing is like making sure that the person you're collabing with has the audience that you're wanting to attract, right? Is it people that will book appointments with you or who will buy your product or who will follow you? Um, you know, if you're a hairdresser and you, this is going to be such a random example, but I'm just trying to think of like the opposite of our industry. But let's say you collab with someone who does like monster truck rallies that I don't know where that came from in my head, but their audience is going to be vastly different from yours. So doing their hair is not going to be as beneficial to you, but let's say it's an influencer who talks about lifestyle, beauty, clothing, fashion, hair, accessories, that audience is going to be interested in what they're selling and what they're promoting, you know, because you're in that space as well. So you definitely just want to make sure that the audience is who you're wanting to reach. Um, asking for insights is always great too. You want to make sure that their followers are legit, that they have have an active following, how many views are they getting on their stories, how many comments, how many likes, shares, things like that. Um, That can also be really beneficial and show you the interaction of that person's page and if it will be worth it for you or not. Um, And if it's like a smaller influencer who reaches out to you and you're still trying to build and you're like, yeah, I'm open to it, you don't necessarily have to give away free things all the time. Um, We've worked with smaller influencers where we'll do like a discount or... um, like a free service, but then they pay for the hair or things like that, or we'll give them, you know, free product if they come in to get their hair done, or we'll give them a discount code for their followers. And you can kind of start off small and just see if that's a good way to get your name out there. And if it works, then you can start giving away more and doing more things, you know, because then you've kind of proven it's worth it. So on your first few collabs, don't feel like you have to give away the bank. You can definitely build up to that depending on who it is, who you're working with and, you know, what you even need for your business. And you will also get to a point where collabs aren't really worth it anymore. Like now at the, we're at this point where we have so many orders per day um, and we're pretty well known. Obviously there's always room to grow and I'm always wanting to get our name out there more and more, but we don't need it to survive right now. And if anything, doing collabs, like as in like physically doing hair for me is more stressful than like not because it's just something you're doing for free. And It can be hard when you're already booked. So if you're a hairdresser that's like already fully booked, then I would say like, don't feel like you need to do it just because someone reaches out to you. If you don't have the time and it's going to put more stress on you, collabs are not something that you need to do to survive. Just kind of keep that in mind. Okay. Now I want to kind of come at it from the influencer section of it. Um, This all kind of breaks down to character because being an influencer, like I said, I've seen some that are really humble and just awesome people. And I've seen some that are not. And I just think that if you are on the influencer side of it, just try to always um, collab with companies that you actually believe in. Um, I think a lot of influencers in the beginning just kind of take whatever they can whenever they can, because it's coming their way and it's exciting and it's new. Um, but that doesn't always mean it's going to be beneficial for you. Because if you are just promoting everything that comes your way, whether it's organic to your following or not, people are not going to really to that. And I feel like people really resonate with influencers when they are true to them. They're true to like the things that they like and that they're promoting. And you can tell it's not just an ad. Um, I mean, obviously you can tell when someone's like promoting or selling something, but there is a difference when it's something, you know, that person would actually use or does use and something that they're just getting paid for. So just trying to be really genuine is awesome. 
And then just making sure that you're always nice to the people you work with. You never want to burn a bridge in our industry because you never know what's going to come back around. And um, if someone is like willing to work with you and give you free services or products or whatever it may be, or even paying you for post for posting, um, then that is something that you need to be grateful for. And you do your end of the bargain and they do theirs. And hopefully it's fair on both ends. But I would just say like, always be humble and grateful because that's just a huge thing. And I feel, I feel like with my like influencer career, I don't even like saying that because I feel like I'm not, but, um, I don't do a lot of collabs. I don't really have time. I'll get people wanting to send me things or I'll get things like that, but I'm not really actively trying to work with brands or collab or anything. Cause my focus is on my business. So I feel like I'm a little different cause I don't do that a ton. Um, but but I have gotten it. And anytime that I'm going to be working with someone who I'm really passionate about or like the product, something I really believe in, I do try to like give my all and give them content that they're going to enjoy using. And I'm really grateful. And I feel like that's just the way to go about it. Um, and if someone reaches out to you to collab as an influencer and you're not interested, it's okay to say no. You don't have to say yes. Um, and also stick to your guns. Like if you know what you're worth and you have to charge for certain things or you know what you're going to give in return for something else, then don't like, you know, this is your business. And especially if this is your main source of income and your main job, don't feel like you have to like make yourself smaller to work with other companies. Um, there's definitely been companies I've worked with where I'm like, okay, normally I would require this, but I really like this company and I want to get in with them. So I'm going to like, you know, maybe require a little less. That's nice. I mean, especially if you want to build a relationship with that brand, you can totally do that. But overall, I think that you just always need to like know your worth and stick to your guns while also being nice about it. So um, yeah, definitely that. And then just make sure you always uphold your end of the bargain. Don't, you know, promise X, Y, and Z and then not deliver just because you got something for free and then you're done, you know? So, okay. This was kind of like a little mini episode. That is what I had to say about it. I hope you guys enjoyed it. And if you have any further questions about this topic or you want to chat about it, you can always message me on Instagram and we can talk more. Um, I love doing a little podcast and talking to you guys. It's been fun to get back into it. I will be having my baby in two weeks. So if she comes early, that would be awesome for me. <laughs> but if she, um, if she does, I probably won't have an episode next week, but if she doesn't, I will. And then I'll probably take off four weeks. I'm thinking from the podcast. So I'm having her January 13th as of right now. So, um, I will probably take off a month after she's here and then we'll get back into it. So just letting you guys know, there will be a little break. I'm going to soak in the newborn snuggles, especially since this is my last one. Um, I hope you enjoyed this episode and I hope you enjoyed the podcast overall. Don't forget to rate and review. Um, you can follow us on Instagram. I'll I have you can follow us on Instagram as well. I will have all of that linked in the show notes below and I will catch you guys next time. See you later. I'm just Jesse. See you next Friday. Thanks for listening to Just Jay-Z, a place where we talk all things hair, business, lifestyle, pop culture, and more. Don't forget to rate and review this episode.